Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of SpinCast. Today, I am joined by Jaron Bell. He is the Director of Marketing and Talent Acquisition and the lead caster at the NECC, and he's the founder of Team Hustle Esports um, and former, and also he was formerly with Kansas Wesleyan Esports as well. So without any further ado, Jaron, go ahead, introduce yourself. Tell us about where your passions in gaming and esports kind of started and how that took you down your path um, over your experiences to where you currently are um, with the NECC and Team Hustle. Absolutely, man. First of all, I want to say a huge thank you uh, to everyone at SpinCast there for having me today. I appreciate you guys giving me a platform to come in here and talk about esports. Esports started a long time ago. I might be a little more seasoned, as you might say, than some of you young guys over there at the studio. I remember being a young man and... and I'm, I'm telling you what, I was an animal on that 64, baby. I, I had it. I had it on Nintendo 64. Absolutely. Golden Eye, I was the man. But uh, so it started at a young age, man. I started playing. Um, I was always a sports guy in, in, in high school and junior high. And so Madden became a a something for me that it just was a part of my life. I played Madden. I've got it the day it came out. I've gotten Madden the day it came out since it probably 2001. I don't know. And uh, so that became a part of my life, which always, but esports was never really my journey. You know, I, I ended up after high school, I ended up getting into the music industry. I was very blessed um, with a little bit of talent to be able to do a little bit of singing. And, and I signed a record deal when I was 19. Um, and so I actually got to tour the country and play country music. And, but I always had Madden with me, whether you were in a sprinter van or whatever it was, yeah. I always was able to play Madden and have it. And so when I got to the, when I got to about 25 or 26, um, you know, two kids later and, and a couple of words later, I realized that it was time for something different. And um, I started playing in competitive Madden tournaments and um, realized that I wasn't a top tier pro Madden player. Yeah. And, uh, but I had organizational skills and I had things. And so I started trying some casting and just kind of really just felt my way into it. Mm -hmm. Um then I was very blessed to uh, get the opportunity to be the head coach of esports there at Kansas Wesleyan University. Um, that happened there, but I loved my time there. I had an amazing group of kids. Uh, they're still going to do, and they're doing well. And uh, and then um, the NECC happened. For those that don't know what the NECC is, it's relatively new, but the NECC is the National Esports Collegiate Conference, and the goal is is to bring a weekly an overall actual league to college esports. And the exciting thing about that is, is most, most people that don't know college esports right now, there's one or two places that you can go and play a competitive tournament being NACE or TESPA, which I have tons of respect for. Yeah. But now we're offering to try to have a season, you know, a season standing mm -hmm. and playoffs and a championship. And we've got major programs of uh, Valparaiso Becker college. It's like, so it's pretty exciting, man. And so all that led into me knowing gaming and me being the business person that I am said, well, I better uh, start myself an esports team. So Team Hustle Esports happened. And uh, now I'm sitting here talking to you early yeah. in the morning. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's <laughs> a little bit early in the morning. It's great. You know, got some coffee in us and we're ready to go. Uh, my first That's right. That's right. Kind of just tell me a little bit more about your vision with NECC because I think collegiate esports. I mean, obviously you've, you've had experience being a head coach at Kansas Wesleyan, um, which is awesome. But you have that experience. You have some of that knowledge being in that space. Um, tell me kind of like that vision, right? Where what are those holes or gaps that you're trying to fill to bring that collegiate esports to that next level, right? Because it's great where it is kind of right now and it's growing still, but it's nowhere near like football or basketball or other kind of competitions that are somewhat similar, obviously different uh, versus 
versus Twitter sure. versus esports, but same kind of goal, right? You want it to be nationally recognized, all that kind of great stuff. So give me that vision, give me that goals sure. and what you're trying to help these students um, with a better platform. Well, I think the biggest thing is, you know, there's no other sport in college sports that you play one tournament a year and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, the landscape of college esports is growing and is growing at a rapid pace. Obviously, with the COVID-19 situation, people have been home. So universities have looked at ways to expand and, and esports has been one of those things. But the main issue, the, the disconnect is the fact that um, nothing against other organizations that are doing college esports. Um, it, it's very hard to keep an engaged and a talented university when you just have them play one time a year and if you know a kid can practice all year and they could lose two matches in their season be done in two days and i don't think that's appropriate for if college esports is going to grow so with the necc the thing that we're excited about is we have a placement tournament we have a champions division we have a challengers division and basically kind of like premier league soccer where you can your team you might have a new program you might be one of these schools that decided to move into esports and you can work your way up through the challenger division to get the champions division and you have a you know right now this year with obviously with school being pushed back you know we've have an, we have an eight-week season um, followed by playoffs and championships, and we're going to crown a national champion. So I think for us, the vision obviously is to be, um, I mean, frankly, we want to be the NCAA, right? So, mm-hmm. but the, it's not about that goal. The main goal is just giving students the opportunity to have a game week. Esports is no different than football, basketball, baseball, whereas these students that play Rocket League, and I've learned this from being a collegiate coach and recruiting and dealing with parents, mom and dad want to see them play Rocket League just as much. Wednesday nights is Overwatch Wednesdays, and mom and dad, I might get featured as the game of the week to be on stream. Yeah. That's that's the goal. The goal is at a national level to have multiple divisions where we can crown a national champion with a 10 14 week season and then a huge playoff run and find out who the best team in college esports is i mean that's the goal yeah it's all about that journey right you know the best team isn't decided in three days it's decided in three months right um, ah, right time you have a longer kind of season or league format then you really get to see who's best right it's not about you know having the best tournament right the best three-day kind of event it's about how do you play over three months, right? And those, you know, the best team that kind of proves themselves over that longer direction definitely is the better team overall, for sure. Because, you know, anybody, I mean, we see it in any kind of competition, sports, esports, you know, swimming, chess. I mean, those are kind of somewhere in between. Um, but, like, you can have an off day, right? You can have an off day at work. And Absolutely. You just lose all that work that you were talking about. You know, you put six months of work into, your, you know, your new team at a new college or whatever, and then all of a sudden, like, you have an off day and it's over, you know? So, absolutely, I'd love to see that. And that's so important. Um, kind of. Um, Not fair. It's inappropriate. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. Um, kind of switching gears a little bit. Tell me more about Team Hustle Esports. You know, what's your, what's your goal? What's your vision with that? And what are you trying to provide um, with Team Hustle? Uh, I think with, with Team Hustle, you know, it, it, it came about, um, it's always been something that I've done. You know, I have a stream. I'm very blessed that I'm a, a Facebook gaming partner. And, and again, we're not a huge stream, uh, but we have a community of about 4,000 people that follow the stream and, and we're moving and grooving and going. And yeah. uh, 
our fan base is called the Country Hustle Crew. That's always been our thing. I've got I've got hustle tattooed on my arm since I was a youngster, and I've just always been about entrepreneurship. So Team Hustle Esports came out of me realizing that esports is what's next, I believe. I believe over the next couple of years, esports is going to do what the UFC did over the last five years. Yeah, I truly believe that with everything I am. Uh, and I don't just believe it. I'm staking – my future on it you know so i think with team hustle what what the goal is um you know we are here in the midwest we're based in kansas so i think for us easiest way to put it was you look at companies like 100 thieves and phase and obviously the biggest companies in the world um you know we we want to be that in the midwest we want to be that content creation source that that place where I promise you there's some good gamers out in Nebraska. Oh yeah. They're out, they're out, out there. And uh, you know, you can look at a, just to look at a university, you talk about collegiate athletics, you talk about Midland university up in Nebraska, you know, they have a four, two K plus overwatch team with every person on their squad. Mm-hmm. They played Boise state, one of the top ranked teams in the country last night and won a map and lost two one. So yeah. for me, the goal is I mean, you you don't want to say you want to be 100 Thieves because that's what everybody wants to do. Yeah. But in reality, I think we want to be the premier esports organization in the Midwest. Um, and I'm very blessed with some of my connections and mm-hmm. NECC and, you know, it, it, it makes things a little easier. And I have a, a way to get to a bunch of students and a bunch of players. And uh, my mom ain't raised no dummy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And that's great because I think that that's a kind of a, a very interesting point there is having these more local kind of uh, geocentric kind of esports organizations, right? Because, you know, FaZe and Envy and, um, you know, the big ones, TSM, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Um, they're all very, they're national, right? They're international. A lot of them, you know, Team Liquid, they're everywhere in the world. Um, but there's no real like localized kind of following, right? They have their home base more or less. Um, but you know, you don't see like one that's de- designated for like the Midwest of the United States, right? Or a yeah. New York City type org for all the games, right? It exists in some places, especially in Call of Duty. Um, well, but- I mean, th- I mean, think about it. Think about the fact that the Chicago Huntsmen are based out of Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Think about that the Atlanta Phase are based out of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So in reality, you just paid to use a city's name, which is fine. I respect the game of what the COD League is doing. It's smart. Mm-hmm. But, but wouldn't it be fantastic that, I mean, my goal is to have an Overwatch League team someday and, and have the Kansas City hustle. But mm-hmm. how cool would it be if the Kansas City hustle was grown from Team Hustle in, in the Midwest? You yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. A real thing. Yeah, and it's kind of like that pipeline, right? To like have everyone have that more, that's how you get more local attention, right? And I think that's the biggest kind of hurdle for the entire esports industry is how do you get like the local people that like have heard about it, they've kind of seen it, but they don't really understand everything, right? And having kind of, you know, organizations like Team Hustle that are centric to kind of one area, it's like, it's something easy to reach out and grab. Like, hey, these people are local to me. You know, they grew up around me. I kind of seen them. I've known them. Um, it, it's way more, you know, tangible and easier to grasp when it's closer um, in your backyard, if you get that. Exactly. Um, kind of an interesting question that came up to my high, uh, mind is, you know, you have your background in music and kind of entertainment, um, like you said before. This is kind of a very broad question, but how do you see that kind of tie into content creation? You know, obviously you have some creators, Team Hustle, you talked about it a little bit before, but I think there's, there's really great creative aspects kind of 
when the esports creators and then like music creators, uh, the movie industry. So what is your kind of perspective and kind of like how you've taken some of your experiences, music and kind of helped, you know, either creators and team hustle or whatnot really kind of grow their own brand as well. Well, I think for me, the easiest way to answer that question is we don't live in a time anymore where it's even the discussion. If you can create content for Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, yeah. and YouTube, it's, it's, it's not even a conversation anymore. Mm -hmm. If you don't do social media, you die. Yep. Period. I know that's a quote for the stream, but, but you know, so for me, bringing coming from the music industry, seeing the way that we shoot snapshots of us playing songs on Instagram, we do tour vlogs, we do things like that. And then I've watched, you know, I, I try, I try really hard to be in the space and mm -hmm. really present. Um, and I've watched a lot of YouTube and a lot of content. And I, I think that there's a lot of gamers doing the right things, but a lot of gaming content turns into VODs and yeah. highlights and stream caps. So basically what happens is you stream, people watch your stream, you just take a segment out of your stream and turn that into your YouTube content. Mm -hmm. I believe that, and we will do that at Team Hustle. That is something we are going to do. But we're also going to take my Overwatch team to the zoo and make them feed a rhino. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So uh, you have to bring content outside of esports to make it grow within esports. If that makes yeah. sense, you have to take, I'm a big outdoorsman. Okay. So mm -hmm. I'm a big fishing and hunting guy and I have mm -hmm. a couple of vlogs that have done well. I take my gamers fishing yeah. and make a vlog out of it and people just eat it up. You know? So I think that for me, that's it. It's the fact that you can, you can make content about everyday lives but not just a highlight video of your stream. So for me, bringing in from the entertainment industry, knowing that people, people love, people love hearing a music video from a music artist. Yeah. But they really love seeing that behind the scenes tour video. Yeah. It, it, it once you they have your connection with the way they saw you play Fortnite. If they love the way you play Fortnite, and they love the way you do your gaming. They are going to love the fact that you go get ice cream with your mom. I know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so merging those two things together, merging you as a player and you as a human being that likes to go fishing, that likes to mm -hmm. skateboard, that likes to do whatever it is that you might do. That's what we turn the content into. And that's kind of my goal. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a, that's a really important point there is because like think about any kind of icon, right? Whether that's in the movie world or the music world is that people follow their entire lives and eat it up, right? What are the most podcasts about, about like music or movies, right? It's about the drama or the lifestyles that Harry Styles is doing or right. Brad Pitt, right? It's not necessarily like, hey, we're just going to like clip up the latest Brad Pitt movie and we're just going to watch it, right? Um, like, oh, that's such a good point. Oh, yeah, that's a good you know? point. So like if people already eat it up, it's just, it hasn't quite come into esports in that exact sense. Right. Um, a lot of, like you said, it's just a lot of highlight and gameplay, which is awesome, but at the same time, kind of repetitive after a little bit, right? It's like, awesome. We know you're super good at the game. What else do you do? You know? Well, so, and, and, and the thing about that is, and because we're in the infant stages of esports, 
when I was young, LeBron James came out, right? Yeah. And all these things happened. You followed LeBron and Kobe and all that. But mm -hmm. now those same high school students, they follow LeBron James, but they also watched him, the tap man. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So you watch guys like Tim and Ninja and Nick and all the big Fortnite and caught and courage JD. Who's my favorite, by the way, <laughs> you know, but they also do outside of the norm things. And Someone, I'm telling you right now, someone is going to grow a huge organization off of realistic real life content with their gamers. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, maybe it's us. Well, yeah, one way, not, right? yeah, absolutely, absolutely agree. Um, I think you know that 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 content right now is such a value, and you know, if you can find that unique kind of way that you know caters to your base, and that's infinitely valuable, right? Um, so absolutely, 100%. Unfortunately, we are running out of time. Um, great discussions and a number of different topics. I always love these podcasts because we get to dive into kind of like the uniqueness of, of various topics, right? Like today, we talked a lot about content creation, which is absolutely sure. so interesting. And it's very applicable, right? High school students, collegiate students out there that like really listen to this podcast. It's like, yeah, you know, think about your personal brand, right? Think about your content creation side and what you can do to kind of separate yourself from the pack, right? Um, so totally, totally awesome there. Real quick, if you will, though, I always leave everybody with this last question. Um, is looking kind of at the esports space as a whole, right? We've touched on a lot of different portions of it today. Um, but what's that next step that you think the industry needs to take to go from like, you know, a massive, you know, really quickly growing, a lot of money being poured in, but it's not quite mainstream yet. Not everyone's following it. You know, it's not football. It's not basketball. It's not soccer. Um, obviously, that's kind of down the road, but we're projected to blast them out of space here in a couple of years. But what's that next step to kind of get there, to continue to grow, to bring those more, you know, mainstream audience that isn't as, you know, they're not gamers themselves. They might have a friend that play or a daughter or a son, uh, but they haven't quite kind of grabbed onto it like completely. So what's that next step in your eyes? Uh, for me, it's an easy answer and it might not be the answer that a lot of people give. A lot of people will tell you more television rights, more this or that. To me, it's the pipeline. Okay. Yeah. Because the number one, in my opinion, the number one issue disconnect facing esports in general is the disconnection between amateur and college esports and high school esports and professional esports, meaning all the professional esports players and professional things, they they go become professional esports player and respect. That's awesome, right? Mm -hmm. But imagine what would happen if the number one player from Boise State spent three years, four years at Boise State winning a national championship, and then they got drafted to the Overwatch League. Mm -hmm. So, and from high school to college, the pipeline issue is there is not a, it's not football and basketball and baseball. There's not a great way to get from, as a, as a head coach of a university to find those athletes in high school mm -hmm. that could come be a part of your program they might be a senior in high school that's close but they're not ready to be a professional yep. well they can either join an academy able to afford ramen noodles or they can come to college yeah. and so finding the pipeline connection between college esports and high school esports starts everything and then some kind of connection between college esports and professional esports is what does it because then you not only bring the gaming fan base you bring mom and dad and aunt susie that doesn't understand but wants to watch her nephew for me that's the answer 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's, that's how we grab, start grabbing that kind of outside people, right? Because it's not their fault for not wanting to watch it. They just have never been exposed to it, right? Watching League of Legends Overwatch is not easy, right? To say the least. No, it's not. You're like, this is alien technology, maybe? I don't know. Right. (laughs) It's kind of like, you know, how do we bridge that gap? I love that point. That pathway needs to be more defined. Um, with all those opportunities, right? Going pro, going to college, and then going pro. And then also, you know, take your passion, take your skills. But like most collegiate athletes right now don't go pro, right? They take those skills and then they right. learn, right? They get, you know, a degree in something and they still probably continue to work in football or baseball or basketball. Um, but they still kind of, you know, gain all that experience, which is what college is all about. So I absolutely love to see that, love to hear it. But we are out of time. Thank you so much for joining me today, Jaron. Thank you. Real, real quick, go ahead, plug yourself, plugins in, in ECC, Team Hustle. Tell us where we can find you on social media, websites, et cetera. Absolutely, man. If you're going, my favorite subject is to talk about me. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Obviously, if you want to come check out the stream for me personally, it's at the Jaron Bell everywhere on social media, all the same. Um, and of course, come see us over at uh, Team Hustle Esports. We got tryouts coming out soon, so if there's any athletes out there that want to come check it out, uh, at on Twitter at team hustle underscore come check us out over there or you can find me and you'll see links i put everything everywhere uh but the biggest thing i do want to say if you want to come check out college esports and you want to see high college esports five days a week mondays we have madden tuesdays we have valorant wednesdays we have overwatch thursday is league of legends and friday is rocket league you can see us all at twitch.tv slash necc underscore esports or anywhere on social media at NECC games. And uh, honestly, man, again, big thank you to everyone at, at Spincast and, and thank you guys for having me today, man. I, I love being here and I hope we can do some more stuff in the future. Absolutely. You know, we're always looking to continue and expand the podcast uh, series. We are, we have some great ideas coming up once we uh, kind of develop those. Absolutely. Would love to have you back on the show as a returning guest. Thanks for taking the time yourself. I think this has been a great discussion. Like I said before, you know, these podcasts always bring to light some kind of new perspective or new angle to esports. And that's what we all need in esports, right? It's how do we discover all these new things that may really work really well for someone, whether it's a college person or a high school player that wants to go to the next level or just the average Joe that wants to get more involved in esports and is wondering how to do that. That's what 100%. all this is about. And I love that you could sit down with me to our viewers and listeners. Thanks so much for saying the entire time. Stay healthy, stay happy out there. Still COVID still lingering around. Hopefully that goes away soon so we can get some lands back. I really, really miss Oh it. man, I'm ready. I know I'm so ready too. The minute, the minute everyone's like, okay, let's do it. Full go. Uh, so I can't wait. Um, but stay healthy, stay happy, and ultimately stay plugged in. <laughs>